while and listen. Welcome back, one and all, to Jeff Keeley's favorite podcast. Colette and Matt have entered the chat. A weekly conversation about video games, uh, video game communities, emerging technologies, and uh, you know the game mechanics that we all love and live for. I am uh, your co-host, Matt Silverman, joined as always by someone in the shadows laughing. Uh, who, who is who is there? It's Colette Bennett, who is oh. so grateful that Jeff Keeley loves his podcast. I, he listens every week. He emails me. He says, great show. Good job. Keep up the good work. I, he's like, I'm super busy, like planning the game awards, but like I always find time to listen. So thanks so much. You know, it's just a thing. It's just a thing we have. Speaking of the game awards, though, we definitely have stuff we need to talk about from that. You know, I feel like the people in my circles, some of which are in our discords, tend to often be like kind of surly about the game awards. And so this year, you know, they did the thing where they were like, hey, you know, we're, we're going to give away, you know, a Steam Deck on the minute every minute. And I was like, OK, that that's pretty good. Like. Maybe I'll maybe I'll tune in, but like I'll put it on a laptop nearby, you yes. know, and then, you know, I'll uh, I'll watch it while I'm probably playing something or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Not to be like, hey, who does the best marketing? But uh, occasionally, you have to, in, a, in a world full of shitty marketing, you have to step back and be like, okay, a year ago, you you couldn't even get a Steam Deck like you like it was such yeah. a hot it was such a like wait list and wait in line and who has one and whatever and now Valve has had so much success and figured out their supply chain that they're going to give away one every minute on this partnership and then it's like you know millions of people are are going to be watching the Game Awards they're going to be watching on Twitch on YouTube they're going to be watching their favorite streamers or podcasters commentating on the Game like. What and and then it's like Steam and here's Steam being like, yeah, you know, if it's two hours, we can give away 120 Steam decks, right, 150 right. Steam decks. Like that's not that much in the scheme of things, and it gets 150 new Steam decks in the hands of people who are going to buy Steam games, and everyone on the internet is going to be like, whoa, I'm now I'm going to watch the Game Awards. There were half a million people watching the steam stream alone of this show at its at its peak Uh, like why would you go to steam you know dot you know steam.tv to watch anything because you might win a steam deck like that right right that partnership was i found it to be an extraordinary moment in like hey we want to we want to really make this steam os steam deck ecosystem like a player in the PS5, Xbox, Switch space. You know what I mean? Like, that was extraordinary. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. I thought it was extremely clever. um, And I'm sure, you know, it's probably not something that can be repeated. Like, I mean, I guess they could do it again next year. But, like, it's not the type of thing that you could just be like, every year we're going to give away. But, I mean, yeah, honestly, though, if, if they wanted to get gamers to tune in, giving away a console of any type... I think like that is a really good idea. Right. So um, that, you know, kudos to them and kudos to, you know, Valve, of course, for, you know, being willing to do that. And I get that, you know, the Game Awards is hokey. The show itself, the actual awarding is, I don't know, it's so brisk and it's so fleeting. It, and then it's just padded by like 
basically two hours of commercials for for video games but like in a way in a world where e3 doesn't exist and there's no central place for like all right everyone here's where all the big updates and trailers are going to be here's this dumb award show that has all the cool stuff and and exactly like you I, i was like i'll just put it on on the side and do something else but I kept coming back being like, whoa, they announced this. Whoa, I never seen this. Oh my gosh, here's right. the next thing. And I found it very entertaining and exciting. But then the but of course, like the actual sort of, you know, the bits and the comedy bits between and the sort of like, I don't know. When you watch the Oscars, it seems like people are having a fun time in the audience. And here at the Game Awards, it's like Ha ha ha. You like that? You know, that was funny. I I don't know. It's just a, it's such a weird vibe at this show. I don't know if you paid close enough attention to pick any of that up. No, I didn't. It was totally in the background and I totally saw things getting announced and was like, oh, oh, they're, oh, they're doing that. Oh, you know, and and then of course Hades 2 was announced and I lost it. So I can't wait to hear about your reaction to this. Um, But what do you want to do? Do you want to l- l- perhaps we should uh, peek in with our community and see what they were excited about? We asked our discord community, which you, uh, dear listener, can join at any time. Uh, the link is always in the show notes. Uh, hop out in there. But we asked uh, these fine people. What got them hyped? Pyrostar agrees with you. Uh, Hades, Hades 2. Hades 2. She says, Hades 2 is all I care about from the Game Awards. Period. End of sentence. Uh, please elaborate. Yeah. I mean, I, I am also very excited about it. And I think the biggest excitement for me was that I did not see that coming. Because, totally. you know, they've never made a sequel. Like, and I think Hades right, was such right. a massive success sequel. for them that that they, you know, it was warranted. So they were like, oh. Like, you know, and I just but I thought it was crazy because I think they said they've been working on it already for something like two or three years. And I was like, whoa, like that's a long time to keep something like under wraps. I'm like super impressed. Totally. Um, Yep. But yeah, no, totally on the page there. Although I will default to Alex Bebops, who said Judas, the new game from Ken Levine, looks properly creepy and will hopefully scratch that Bioshock itch. Did not see that Mm -hmm. coming. Did not know mm-hmm. what Ken Levine was doing until I saw that. I was like, oh, cool, right, I forgot. Like, when Irrational Games dissolved, he formed his own studio, and that's what this is coming from. Um, so, uh, yeah, I am excited for that as well. Um, another case of, oh, cool, I, I didn't know that was coming. You know, like like a blindside kind of like, whoa! <laughs> Which is, like, that. that is why I kind of... Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm personally just patting the Game Awards on the back because, again, it's just like, all right, whatever, I'll log in for a Steam Deck. And then continually being like, whoa, did not see that coming. Very excited. And also, like, you know, Jeff Keighley's just very likable. And and there were many moments during the show. um, And again, it's maybe you weren't watching like closely, but I I was like watching with headphones while my wife was watching TV. So I was like hearing everything. And there were certain moments where he was just like, you're never going to believe what this is. I can't believe we got this. And he's just like a little kid in the candy store. And you could just tell that he's like, Ken Levine's game. We have it. It's here. And he was just bursting with enthusiasm. So that excitement kind of bled right into the trailer, the gameplay footage. And 
you know, I, like I, I, I enjoy and appreciate Bioshock. Uh, I, I only played Infinite and really, really okay. loved it. But I'm like, I'm not like, a, I'm not a super fan. But his excitement made me uh, really turn around and be like, yeah, yeah, look at this. Um, w- one other thing, I don't know if you want to sh- say anything else about Hades 2, but my my gut reaction was, it was this funny little loop of like, it was a. It was like a. It started as a an animated cinematic. It wasn't gameplay right away in the trailer, as you saw. So I was like, "All right, that's Darren Corb's music. This must be a super giant game." And so I recognized the music first, but I didn't know what the game was. And I'm like, "Yeah, Super Giant's next game. What is this? Let's go." <laughs> And then it's like, and then you're starting to see the gods and you're starting to see the new character and you're like, oh, it's Hades too. And I, I'm not saying I'm disappointed, but there was a weird moment of like, I thought this was a new game. Wait, it's Hades too. Okay. Okay. Wow. Cool. Okay. And then, and then, and then it left me with questions of like, all right, Hades game, everyone's games of the game of the year, you know, in its year that came out. And arguably a perfect game. You know what I mean? In in terms of mechanics and characters and style. And and so it leaves me wondering, like, will this be, how can you improve Hades? And so will Hades 2 be like, here's more Hades. Y'all love Hades. Here's more of it. Or will Hades 2 be iterative in a meaningful way? Or will it be iterative in a disappointing way? I, I'm thinking a little bit like of like Subnautica. For me personally, Subnautica one is an amazing landmark achievement of a game. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Subnautica two is more Subnautica and doesn't really do much more, and the story is not as good. So in that way, disappointing. And I guess what right. I'm what I'm hope what I'm wondering and hoping for is like, what could they do to Hades to 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 push the envelope, you know? Well, so my thought, my first thought on that was that, you know, the whole story in the first place taps into this absolute treasure trove of, you know, of, of possible, um, threads Mm -hmm. because, you know, it's Greek mythology. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, okay, cool. Well, you know, we talked about, you know, uh, the circle of gods, but oh my God, there's so many more and there's so much more just to draw from. So my first thought was, oh, okay, I get it. They're going to draw from, you know, like they're going to draw from like all the gods and all these stories. And I was like, of course, this is like a rich universe that they could like, you know, do things with. But then like I saw the gameplay and I saw the, the other gods that you interact with and I was like, cool. So they're keeping that like crack addictive gameplay <laughs> that I just could inhale uh, you and just, still you, not you, get you, enough. You have to stick with the core crack. Yeah. Like, loop. you know, that gif of Kirby where he's just inhaling food without breathing. <laughs> like that's kind of how I feel about playing Hades. Um, like I really do. So I'm like, Oh cool. Another dopamine fix. It's going to last like 90 hours. Yes. Like I'm ready for that. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm quite confident in them. I mean, I have to say that even, games that I clicked with less, I never really have any doubt in storytelling from Mm -hmm. them. Like storytelling from them is always top notch, always beautiful. The voice acting is superlative. That is just, that is well said. That is precise. There are many, not many, like not like they've made a hundred games, but there are 
a variety of super giant games that I also did not click with, but yeah. still love the style, art, and story, no matter what. Yeah. I yeah, agree. Totally. Hmm. So yeah, I'm quite confident that it'll be great. Whether or not it'll exceed the original Hades, I don't know. But right. I mean, I'm not really worried about that. I think that that's, you know, that's a question, I guess, but I'm not too worried about that. I'm just like excited to go back to the world. Every super giant game is innovative, interesting, compelling, award winning in its own right. Is there any part of you? I think I know the answer to this, but I'm asking you, is there any part of you that's like, wow, okay. So if they make Hades 2, that means one less super giant game, new IP or new franchise uh, in the coming years. We'll have to wait, you know, six years, eight years for the oh, next, no. you know, you, obviously no. you're all in. No, no, of course not. I want this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, cool, please. You know, and knowing them, like, it's not like they're not going to still try to innovate. I don't see yes. them making, you know, Hades five, <laughs> but, uh, but, but yeah. Could you imagine uh, if they like farm out a team to like, you know, China, Indonesia, Japan, just crank these Hades games out. We'll make, we'll make new stuff here, but you just, you just go. We're going to milk yeah. this cow all the way, all the way. So, um, so yeah, anyway, but, um, but yeah, we had a couple other people that mentioned some things if you wanted to, yeah, to yeah. J- jump on some of those. Uh, geek with tan lines says, I'm so hyped for Judas Hades two, remnant two, and that cool fire emblem DLC announcement. Uh, wait, Jude. Okay. Judas is the Ken Levine game. Excellent. Uh, I need to look back at Remnant 2. I should have done this before the show. But Fire Emblem Engage uh, looks beautiful. And I'm I'm pretty excited as a fan of the of Three Houses and, and a fan of tactics games in general. Fire Emblem really hit the mark uh, of that balance between like exciting tactical combat. All right, come back and and manage your team or be social or, you know, have friendships and romances. Like, and it's funny, that's actually coming into focus as I continue to play Tactics Ogre, which I still really love, but it is just like, you like tactics battles? Well, here's 17 more before you get back to town. And it's like, whew, okay. It's a, you have to love, love, love that gameplay loop Mm -hmm. in this game from 1990, whatever, five, seven, because it's just that over and over and over again. And that's that's not shade. It just the game is showing its age in that genre. Whereas a, right. a newer, newer iterations of a fire emblem or whatever um looks good, sounds good to me and and to fans of that series. Um, do you know I I w I'll look back here in a moment, but Remnant 2, uh is does that ring a bell for you in terms of uh it doesn't actually. I, I think I completely missed the the first remnant game. Um, so I had to search it to see what we were talking about. And I was like, oh, this is probably one of those moments when I was paying attention to what I was playing instead of what was yeah, happening totally, at totally. the actual game awards. We'll, so. we'll look back at that, uh, uh, in, in a moment, but, um, Docky says, sure are a lot of expensive sequels coming to games. I don't, <laughs> I didn't enjoy. Uh, yes, I, I, it's, that's the other thing is like you watch these announcements, you watch an E3 or you watch a, you know, a Nintendo Direct, whatever. And you're like, fuck, there's so many games. And wow, on the pie chart of games that I, you, you, you know, one person actually cares about, there's just this little sliver of stuff that you're very, very excited about. And then like just a, a truly an ocean of like, 
okay, someone someone probably likes this. I don't know. Someone's probably excited for this or that. It, uh, you can say that about all media, but it is it is just. I guess it's funny to come out of a time. I was thinking about this recently, and we we've talked about it. Of like, you'd play one game you'd play your chrono trigger like for an entire year and then the holidays would come around you're like okay i can't wait for the next one game that i can't wait to play and then you get it and you're like yes and you play it for the next six months to a year and that was it and now it's like yeah i i'll be honest i miss those days i do and i mean i think this is maybe an older thing it could be i don't know but it's like you know, there was such an excitement. There was such a looking forward to that time, you know. Um, and yeah, I just think I, you know, can't help but um yeah, I don't know. Can't can't help but kind of miss that feeling sometimes. Sure. But at the same time, I'm like, well, you know, we are in a world now where, you know, video games have uh, you know. The, the video game landscape is so different and there are so many things that I would have blown my mind as a young adult, you know, to oh even my God. imagine. Oh my God. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, you know, I totally get that, uh, you know, it, <laughs> things change, but, but yeah, I do, I, I have, I do wa- miss that time as well. The, the feeling you miss that feeling, but I don't ever want to, I really try to stay on guard of like, you know, back then it was so much better. It, it wasn't like, because you'd wait for a game and then you'd play the game and it would suck or you're a kid and you're you're dumb and you don't know that it's good or bad but it is just it's it's fascinating to me that we are as old as video games are like you know there's no other art form we've talked about this there's no other art form that is that you that starts when you are a child like imagine if you were born when painting was invented like and then right. you see it evo- like that doesn't it's not a thing. But we we are living in this one unique moment in time where this very specific form of art and media took shape as we were babies and now has become a bajillion dollar industry. Like with like you said, oh, you like farming Sims with RPG elements and, you know, crafting and uh, romance we got you covered. There's 40 games for that. You know what I mean? Like, yep. it's astounding. Yep. And then the flip side is like, oh my God, I, I play 15 minutes of something and then I'm bored and then uh, give me more game. Like it's, it's also poisonous in that way. So, um, yeah, we, we've covered it. <laughs> yes, we have most certainly. Um, let's see. I think we have a few others here that we wanted to talk about. Um, honey bro mentioned armored core. Another one I totally missed. And I know is like a legacy series, um, I don't know anything about Armored Core except that I'm happy that Honeybro is happy about it. Same, same. Uh, I, I love a mech game and a mech a story as much as the next guy. Uh, but I and I'm from, I'm aware of this franchise, but I have not played any of it. But I will say again, listening and and paying closer attention to the to the actual show when this was shown. There was a palpable excitement in the room, in the audience. You could hear people like gasping, being like, oh, it's Armored Core. Oh, oh shit. Right. You know, like right. people being like, it's back. Yes. Because, you know, uh, we were talking about the Discord. Like, I guess this is a when I think of From Software, I think like, oh, they made Dark Souls and that's where they got big. But apparently they've been around for a very long time and mm-hmm. made many of these games and people 
are really excited about a, a new iteration. And the trailer looked fucking awesome. Like even as a person who has no familiarity, like it really looked really really cool like very i haven't um, seen it i'll have to go back and see it and to tell you the truth before you said that i actually did not know that this was uh this was a from software game or series i had no idea i only knew it from the from the trailer it was like or it was um it was some maybe someone from from was on stage and they're like get ready check it out and here and they they were showing it off and then the logo came out i'm like oh i didn't even know this was them so anyway uh yeah, a lot of hype for this, and so we'll be uh, we'll be keeping an eye on it. I'm I'm intrigued. Color me intrigued. I would say. Nice, nice. Um, um go ahead. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, you go ahead. Dizdar says Death Stranding Two is going to be wild. I have no idea what the story would be with this one, but it wouldn't surprise me if Kojima pulls a Raiden and you're not playing as Sam this time. Okay, I'm just going to be completely transparent here. The first Death Stranding came out, and like I read about it, I looked at it, and I was just like. This is the first time that Kojima has probably done anything that I've been like, I don't want anything to do totally, with this shit. Yeah, I, I Like, was I just wondering. had a huge turnoff reaction to it. So I was like, interesting. So he's making another one, which means that it probably did well enough for him to make another oh, one. Oh, I think it did know? extremely well, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I did not play it. I'm very intrigued by the, uh, the, con- the mechanical concepts of Death Stranding moving cargo long distances across uh you know some sort of persistent world um is is very i love that you know i I really enjoy those concepts and also these sort of like hey like this was a very difficult area to traverse but so i built a bridge and now other players can kind of use my bridge or expand on it and then we're sort of you know um iterating on the world in dynamic way like all of that stuff mm-hmm. i'm very very intrigued by and mm-hmm. interested in same but then the reviews uh, were all the discussion and reviews are like man this story is so weird and corny and, and stupid in a in a in a just a dumb way like you're like he's just naming the characters like strong death man and then he's strong and then he dies like like i'm being stupid but like <laughs> strong death man. but like you know what i mean like he just like just literally who, the most who's the boss that you have to face here strong death man ex- exactly like i literally i think that's what was going on in a way that like maybe he was like i am a poet and the rest of the world was like no that's you're literally just using literal phrases phrases to name character like <laughs> that sort of and and also that like the dialogue's clunky and the, you have these major acting you know major actors and stars like in this uh this very cinematic game and it's just um very corny i guess would be the word and so that was a blocker that stopped me from ever um trying it so um but again people were very excited about yeah ds2 i get it yeah yeah super cool super cool indeed um wait one other thing um sky children of light your journey is your number one game of all time if i'm remembering correctly yeah correct correct i'm so intrigued by sky and but i don't think you've played it either what's your take on (laughs) no i did play it i I was turned off by mobile format i wanted i wanted this world to be in a big world then it came out on I think you can now play it on PlayStation and I think it's, I guess it's on Switch now. Yes. Um, And I was like, gosh, I should go back to it. Put it on PlayStation when it came out. 
have been like, oh, I need to get to that, have yet to get to that. Mm -hmm. That's the state that I'm in. So I think that I need to give it another chance, you know, in a, in a format that I think will work a lot better for me. It's free to play, if I'm not mistaken. Is that accurate? I think it still is, because it was on mobile too. Right. Um, let's see. Sky Switch. Is it free to play? I think I, I believe it is. Uh, yeah, it's free. It's on the Switch eShop and perfect, it's free. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, so I have many questions of like, what's the, it's, it's like journey as an MMO, which is reductionist. I'm sure it's, there's more to it than that. Or it's, and it's not set in the journey world, but obviously aesthetically and cooperatively it's like that, but it's a, it's a journey esque MMO where you're cooperating with other players to achieve something. But, it, but my questions remain like, what's the loop? Like, what are you trying to do? What are you trying to gain? Are you leveling up? Are you building something? Are you, ex are you exploring? What is that? And how are players working cooperatively? And then also like, okay, but it's free to play. So what is the, what, what am I going to be wanting to buy? What hat or expansion or whatever do I, will I, will, will be asked of me when I get there? And that's not a criticism. I'm, I'm just like, literally like, what is the, not what's the point of the game, but like, what am I doing in this game, in this free to play journey MMO? I'm very intrigued, but I haven't, like you, I haven't pulled the trigger. This is the brief synopsis. Mm -hmm. I think this is from <clears throat> the Switch store. No, this is actually, this is their PR excerpt. Players arrive in Sky as a child of light to unravel mysteries of the desolate kingdom and return the fallen stars back to their constellations. Players can explore seven dreamlike realms with like-minded friends where they can fly, hold hands, and collaborate together around the world. With compassion, friendship, and altruism as central elements of Sky, the game's innovative experience has drawn both critical acclaim and awards. So that's pretty much how they describe it. Um, I might actually pick it up over the break because this conversation is reminding me that this sounds like a game that's so meant for me yeah ridiculously so meant for me that i'm just like you really like you really need to sit down so uh G given that, that description i guess my lingering question doubt is like why isn't anyone talking about this game no one is right. talking about it right right i totally agree with that and i i don't know because i mean no one could shut up about you know journey yeah for years for years Conti i mean people I mean, still talk about still, it today. we still talk about it yeah Right. So, so, so if this I is, I wonder if mobile was a turnoff. Like, I wonder. I don't know. Right. That's are people really are, is the press and and the general conversation dismissive because it started on mobile? I wonder. That's an interesting question. The general review, IGN gave it an eight point five out of ten. Great. Eighty two percent on Metacritic. Pretty positively reviewed. Okay. But yeah, no one talking about it. I do know that it's child friendly. I do know yeah, that because I okay. remember when it came out, I, I, I saw some videos with kids playing and I was like, oh, cool. That's cool. That's something you could play with your kids. Wow. Um, I wonder. Yeah. Right. OK. I maybe I'll just pop, put it on the switch because my, like my daughter, who is my older daughter, uh, has she has online access to do certain things and play cooperatively in certain online games. Um, so if she were to boot it up, she would be able to go online and, and play it. And, and, um, someone in the discord, uh, uh, I hope I'm saying this right. Forgive me. Desidar. De 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 how, how would, do you know how to say it? I would say that as Desidar. Desidar. Um, please correct us Desidar if we're, if we're mispronouncing, but, uh, Desidar says that, that there's no, 
as you would expect from this studio and this kind of world, there's no chat, you know, there's no, um, you know, there's no no, like interaction. Same thing from journey. Like everything is wordless and like you can choose to help people, but yeah, it's, it's very, it's kind of like a peacemaking game in a lot of ways, I think. Yes. Um, so I just sent you a link from Reddit. Um, someone that wrote about it extensively that looks pretty good. Spectacular. uh, Okay. Something to look at later. But I mean, if you decide you're going to try it and I decide I'm going to try it, maybe we can find, well, I don't know if there is a way to meet up. I think it might be random just like journey. That's a great question. Can you play cooperatively with friends? Okay. So that's, this is some, some holiday break homework. Let's give this a shot. Uh, The reason we even mention it is because there was uh, during the game awards there was a i don't remember the artist's name but a musical artist who was like yep after the show i'm doing a concert in this uh mmo which i just think is fantastic like i i don't play Fortnite, but but when like hey everyone let's gather together in an instance and instead of shooting each other we're gonna watch uh watch a, a concert together i just think that's super super cool i love that it's super awesome the metaverse is here. Um, the only other thing that I did want to mention um, is Tricky Love mentioning Earthblade, which mm-hmm. is made by the folks that made Celeste. Yes. Celeste was a game that I was gifted and it was just too hard, which yeah. made me sad yeah. because I wanted to love it, but, you know, I really struggled with the difficulty. Um, so uh, this this new game from them, Earthblade, it looks gorgeous. Yeah, it like, really oh my God, the art, it's just incredible. And I'm like, man, I want to play this, but I, if it's going to have that same level of difficulty, I probably can't. So I guess I will just watch and right. see. I put it on my wish list, you know? And I mean, like the description says, Earthblade's lush pixel art world offers seamless exploration, challenging combat, and countless mysteries to pick apart. And I was like, well, challenging combat is probably not a good a good sign for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's probably a great sign for people who, you know, you know, love that, that level of difficulty and really thrive on it. But that said, I'm, I'm super fascinated with just the way it looks in general. Really, really um, stunning. One yeah, asterisk. So I'm just gonna, just gonna hold that. Wait, wait and see, watch, watch out for it. But I, I could be mistaken, but I believe they added an assist mode or some mechanism so that the the this the the severe and brutal challenge is sort of mitigated and then people players can enjoy it for the play through it for the story not like an easy oh, cool. mode but some sort of assistive way to uh navigate the difficulty and that was added later in Celeste if i'm if i'm not oh, mistaken oh so yeah you're totally right there's a way to go back for you to go back to it if you wanted to just a thought wow so cool thank you i had no idea and of course i still have the game so i uh <laughs> I might have to make myself a little list because I'll be honest, my my holiday break, all I'm going to do is read books and play games. Yeah, That's amazing. totally all I'm going to do. Amazing. So this is good. Uh, this is spe- very good. Speaking of books, uh, just a quick side note. Um, a package arrived uh, yesterday <laughs> um, addressed to my daughter uh, with some beautiful lettering and some uh, pictures of turtles on it, which she loves. Um, it's yes, from, it's I did from, draw her a turtle. It was from a co-host of this very program. I'm not going to say who, um, but it arrived and she was so excited to open it. And then she opened it up and she's like, oh, is this the book from your friend? I was like, yeah. She's like, wow, this looks really cool. And she's like, it's funny. She, if she doesn't know what a thing is, she's very muted. She's like, all right, cool. Like, you know, like, cause she doesn't know it. So she's like, 
oh, this is great. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I like having this. But I was like, oh, look at the, you know, look inside. It's signed by the author. And I was like, like, you're one of the first people in the world to have this book. It's not even out yet. She's like, oh. So we're eating dinner and she's finishing homework. And then we're like, you know, we're packing up the table. She's like, I was like, oh, you want to, you know, you take this up to your room. Like you could read it. You could check it out. You could read it, whatever. She's like, can I take this to school? I was like, yeah, you could totally take it to school. I was like, if your friends like look at, check it out, you could be like, yeah, this book is like not even out yet. And I feel, so she took it to school today. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But like, I think she's really like impressed and feels cool that she has an unreleased book in her backpack Aww, and so that makes me happy thank you very much for that like little <laughs> dose of coolness that you've added yes! to uh, to her day um uh, and i'll keep you posted I, she read the first page she has a she oh, already she so has a cute. bookmark she has a she has a post-it note bookmark i was like oh did you start it she's like just the first page i'm like okay so she's got it in her backpack she's she's ready to roll with your book and it's it's now we have wow. we have the physical copy in the house and we're very excited so thank you for wow. that you are welcome. I am so honored. And I, I think I underestimated how exciting it would be for loved ones to get it because I sent it to a couple of other friends. And like last night, like one friend, like sent me a picture of himself reading it, which was like the coolest yeah. thing. I was like, oh my God, look <laughs> at that. So but then probably the coolest of all things, and this is not to undermine it anyway, what you just told me was I got an email from my mom this morning. Amazing. Mm. And I'm not going to go into detail because I don't want to give anything away for people that do want to read the book. But my mom, you know, is 76 years old mm -hmm. and is reading a book about competitive video games, which is so <laughs> out of her, her universe. It's not even funny. Yeah. But yeah, I was. That, well, that's oh the true God. test of like if someone who has no context and no interest in the in the baseline subject matter reads it and is like, "Oh, I love this! I love this character, this this part." Then you did it. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just it's crazy. So anyway, I think I'm about to go on a really wild trip starting in January. Yeah, um, I know you're gonna you're gonna the world will wake up and start talking to you of like crazy you know what i really mean crazy well so last week i don't think this had happened by the time we did the podcast but last week i was on reddit stop me if i've already told the story mm, i was no, on I reddit so. and i was you know reading just general stuff and there is a sub i really really like called made me smile which is just mm. exactly what it sounds like a mm -hmm. super lovey sub you know and i was thinking i was looking at things things people posted, you know, I've been sober for a year, you know, I've, you know, stuff, really cool stuff. And I thought, you know, I'm really proud of my book. Maybe I'll post in there and tell people, you know, Hey, like I've wanted to write a book since I've been nine years old and I did it. And I thought, you know, maybe a couple hundred people would upvote it or something. Right. 10,000 people upvoted it. Oh my it. God. You didn't tell me this. That's amazing. I think it happened after, I think I posted on the day, like, so we recorded the podcast and then like, I think it happened that day. You know what I mean? Like oh. later that day, but like my, I was so shocked. Like I think of a, 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 a post with just tons of comments, like hundreds of comments. I think there were maybe two negative comments. Well, especially everyone else was like, this is so great. Where did you get it? Like, totally. like, you know, like, like, where do I buy it? You know, like right. you're badass. Can you tell me about it? And I wasn't expecting that. I was just like, 
uh, oh, wow, okay. So because I was it's a subreddit, shocked. it's a community about positivity, and you right. made a very honest post. And then also in a world where most subreddits, in my experience, are hyper sensitive uh, to marketing. You know what I mean? And and I'm, you are not doing it to market the book. You're doing no, it because you're genuinely proud. But in a way, you stealth marketed it in a very honest and authentic way. And somehow this community was like, yeah, we, this is great. Like we will, we were, we're okay with this. Come on in. That is such a win. It's such, such a win because like, again, people are saying like, where can I get this? Like, You've lit the flame for for awareness here in a, in a really meaningful way. It's really cool. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. It was really something. So you, I mean, I hope you um, tell your publisher of like, hey, you know, all those people you I pay did. to market the book. I posted on Reddit. And now I have ten thousand. <laughs> I <uploads>. did. <laughs> it's so good. I absolutely said it to them. I thought they would think that was fun. Was it a picture so, of you with the book? Like I did it. Yeah. Yeah. Love yeah. That. It's a photo of the day that the books, the day the advance copies came. Um, Patrick took a photo of me holding it. Um, oh my yeah. God. Congrats. I, uh, and by the way, like we may have talked about it here or off, off air or whatever, but, um, like you showed me the, the picture, uh, the artwork, the cover art. Yeah. Like digitally, like, you know, in discord or what email or whatever. And it looks great. But like having the book on the table, I was like, this art is fucking great. It's it looks so, so good. good. Like I want to like literally write a thank you card to the artist. And then I'm like, I know that's like so old fashioned, but I might no, do it anyway. they, I'm sure they would appreciate it. It made me wonder, um, did the, do you know if the artist like read the book in order to then give each, like literally each character you can see, you can sense their, you can sense, their yeah. vibe, so, their character traits from the art. I think they had to have, because when I got the art, what was stunning for me was how every single bit of the character's personalities, little details, like, um, you know, now that you've seen the cover, uh, like, um, the character that's on the bottom left with her tongue sort of sticking out, like mm -hmm. she's famous for wearing like wild wigs um, for fun, just because she feels like it. Um, the the Asian kid on the top right with the skulls around him, that's his attack in the game. Um, the character on the bottom right has amber colored eyes, which I discuss, like, like describe in the book. So, I mean, right. they had to have read it. The, these it these was, details. Was, was, yeah, but you know what's so crazy though? And maybe this is just something that, I don't know. But like, you know, of course, I've only seen these characters in my head. Right. So it really stunned me to see them drawn and to yeah. realize how much they looked like what I imagined. That's Especially, amazing. Yeah. Lucas, the the uh, the black kid that's up in the top left, like that's exactly what he looked like that's in my so mind. Cool. He was kind of innocent, kind of. Yeah. And I was just like, whoa. Well, hey, but this is a testament to how well you have illustrated or characterized these people in the text because- I guess if, you're right. if your Thank head you. is matching what's in the text, which is then communicated to an artist who doesn't know you and has never talked right. about the book with you, then like that you did it, you know? Uh, yeah. You know, some books are like, she's a woman and that's all you get. <laughs> like, and then it's up to you <laughs> to like fill in the gaps and that's really nice. But other books are like, this is very specific to this character and and, and I, I love that. I think that's extraordinary. <laughs> Well, should we take a break? Let's take a break. Uh, and when we come back, uh, we, I, we just want to touch on a few more Game Award goodies, and then perhaps we'll dive into what we are currently playing. 
after this important message. For every episode of No More Whoppers that you listen to, we will send you a 25 cent coupon for participating Kroger's. How many Kroger's are participating? None, but you're still getting the coupon. And it's like 25 cents in 1985 dollars. Right. So today that's like 28 cents. No More Whoppers. Take that to the bank and smoke it. On the HyperX Podcast Network and nomorewhoppers.com. If you're a shrewd shopper, it's about to be your favorite time of the year. HyperX will be running massive sales for the holiday season. Get up to 50% off some of our most popular products, like the Ultra Comfy Cloud 2 headset, the tough, responsive Alloy Origins mechanical keyboard, and the fan-favorite Quadcast USB microphone. Sales will be going on at all major e-tailers, but be sure to head to HyperX.com and sign up for the newsletter to get the scoop on the biggest deals. Happy holidays from HyperX. We have returned, and Colette, is there anything else besides Hades 2 that really caught your attention that brought you back to the laptop as the Game Awards were, were kicking off? Um, You know, actually, what, what did, although I don't think it was from the Game Awards, I think it was formally announced there, but I think maybe Twitter got it a little earlier, was uh, Vampire Survivors Mobile. Oh my god, which, yes. Yeah, I absolutely put on my phone. I was expecting to pay $3.99 or $2.99 or whatever for it, so it was free. I was like, okay, cool. And actually, I think it's interesting because several people in our Discord have talked about the fact that they picked it up um, and there were mixed feelings about the fact that they had gone ahead and added a an ad watch like to revive the character. Right. So like one, every run once, only once, you can watch an ad and you can revive the character for free or when you finish your run let's say you've you know you died and you've accepted it you're finished you can watch an ad to i think double your gold or increase your gold one of those two but i personally wasn't bothered by this because i felt like i mean number 1 you know from the beginning of talking about this we've talked about how we have been like oh man like like this would be so great as a mobile game. Yeah. Just so great, you know? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And then, like, now that it is there, and I'm trying it, I'm playing it, I'm like, yes, this is the best mobile game to just be like, you know, I just am going to, like, you know, do a run or two and then call it, which is what I'm doing, I find. Mm-hmm. But, like, for a person who made a game that has honestly is in my top like few games of the year, mm-hmm. a person who made a game like that and got paid so little because he only asked for $3 for it. You know what? You could have my fucking ad money. Like <laughs> you can have it. Like you can so have it. Like that's just fine. So I don't mind. I do not normally find that like exploitative, but like not in in this situation. I don't, um, um. I don't know why that is, but I just don't. I'm like, you know what? That's that's fine. Like you can you can have it. I'll watch an ad from time to time. Yeah. So that's my take. But I know you put it on your phone, too. So I'm curious what your take is. I I fully agree. But I'm I'm mostly fascinated by the context of like this is a hit game, a very popular game that is perfect for mobile that both people who already love the game would be happy to rebuy to us included as you just alluded to sure and also like charge 99 cents charge a buck whatever like i understand people don't pay for mobile games but also like 
they also kind of do if 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 they're oh, people popular, absolutely pay you for know mobile what I mean? games. Yeah, and, and so whether I, they so pay I, up front or they pay later, they well, pay. That, well, so there you go. So I'm very fascinated by this decision to be like, if you're an unknown developer and you're starting out and you've got nothing to work with and it's like, please play my game, somehow we'll make our money back later, then sure, free to play with ads. But like, I'm, I was very skeptical and weirded out by the fact that it was free to play with ads. And then as you alluded to, it's like, oh, okay, revive with an ad, but you can only revive once, as you said. And that put it in perspective for me of like, oh, okay. So I could... It, normally I would die and have to start over again and spend 400 gold, but now I can die, revive, maybe make it up to like 600 gold and then die. And then I have to start over a la rogue, like roguelike as we know. And so what it, as I did that loop, I was like, okay, right. So maybe to unlock everything, I don't have to grind for 120 hours. I can just grind for 90 hours awesome like it still works it's just right i I guess i'm now perceiving the ad as like um not an easy mode but like as a medium mode of like slightly less grind and in that context it's great ads are shit ads are bad i don't want i would still rather to your point happy to watch an ad to give this developer money I would much rather give the developer $3 than have an ad on my phone tracking me, cross-referencing my all my other shit and invading my privacy. Like that's the part where I'm always I'm almost always anti-ad. You know what I mean in that context. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think this is a very unusual case with ads in mobile games very unusual case and maybe it's because i was so charmed by the game the first time around i don't know you know but like let's just say let's just say that you know the creator of vampire survivor his name is escaping me right now let's just say maybe i'm saying that right right. let's just say that he was like you know what for a week i'm gonna let people buy the game and pay whatever price they Mm. want Mm -hmm. i would have absolutely like bought the game, you know, or let's say that was for mobile. I would have done that. And I would have absolutely been like, here's $25 or if I can afford it, here's $50 because I played your game that much. And I don't care if it looks like a mobile game from the get go or not. Like you made something amazing and you know, it's worth way more than $2.99. So that's my take. And you're doing me a service by putting it on the perfect platform, which is mobile. It's the perfect. perfect. I'm waiting Perfect. for my kid to get out of music lessons. Boop, boop, two runs. Uh, it's, it's, I don't want to hold, I'm very tired and I want to wind down in bed and I'm not going to like play a Steam Deck or a Switch in, in bed tonight, but boop, boop, I can do a quick, I can, I can gain ground. I can make progress in Vampire yeah. Survivors. Fuck yeah, yeah. It's one finger. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely great. And I really like that. So. Um, and I'm looking forward to the new content that they have announced as well. So I'm kind of like, you know, I'm going to have my fun with this. It's so cool to have it on mobile. It is every bit as perfect as I expected it to be on mobile. And, you know, from there on out, I will, uh, you know, I, I will, I will enjoy what's coming next, but yeah. So that's pretty much the only other game awards related thing 
that came up for me. Yeah, I t um, totally agree. I I'll just quickly mention a couple other teeny bits. Um, Jedi Survivor looks fantastic, and mm. you kind of know it would, and... Um, I'm excited. I, I, the first one was a great game and we were talking a little bit about it in the discord and, um, it's just, you know, speaking of sequels of like, yeah, like give me more. And, and I don't know, trailers are trailers. So the trailers are cut in a way to make you excited, but there were just things in the trailer that, that seemed to amp up all the cool stuff you loved about, um, fallen order, mm -hmm. uh, and made it even cooler and bigger and spicier and that sounds yeah. good to me um, um 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 i'm just scrolling through here the other things were um let's see uh, i've had my eye on forespoken i just think it looks interesting and cool mm -hmm. uh and then they dropped a demo on ps5 only it will be the game will be out for uh, most platforms or at least playstation and pc definitely pc mm -hmm. um so I was very interested to know if anyone had tried the demo. And I think the consensus is like um, story and dialogue kind of kind of weird and clunky controller scheme kind of weird, but action uh -huh. and gameplay is pretty cool. Th that's what I huh. have been reading. I haven't I don't have a PS5, so I don't know. Uh, that's not firsthand account. OK, so that continues to be on the like, let's see. Let's keep an eye see on that one, goes. see where this yeah. goes kind of thing. Um, the other thing, oh, I'm reading here. This is a digital trends piece. I didn't see this in the thing, but Colossal Cave, which is um, a very old game. It's like the pre predecessor to basically all modern adventure games is being remade in VR and also regular, you know, 3D. Oh, wow. By Ken and Roberta Williams, the creators of King's Quest. And oh, Sierra. wow. Um, oh, th th this we shit. knew, but it got a release date. So, and, and I'm reading here, the release date is on January 19th of next year, which is my birthday. So happy birthday oh, to yay, me, Colossal so Cave cool. Adventure. Um, I don't know if this is going to be a thing or not, but I I'm just happy that Ken and Roberta are making stuff and, and, and yeah. giving life to this very important game that nobody has probably played. I've never even heard of that. Yeah. I'm going to look it up when the podcast is over. Yeah. Take it. Just read a Wikipedia about it. Cause literally it's like Colossal Cave was the progenitor of like all modern, um, you know, I don't know if Zork was, I think Colossal Cave is is graphical now i'm being i uh, now i'm mixing up myself but anyway you've got your zork which i know you know and love and you've got your yes. colossal cave and everything that came after it kind of owes its existence to these wow. types of games so it's very important yeah um diablo 4 looks good as we knew it just looks fine like it looks like it, you know we'll we'll see um i know you've played demos of it and stuff um, wait a minute. No, the I actually haven't played Diablo four yet at okay. all. And I'm now in the phase where it's getting, I mean, close enough where I'm like, okay, I'm not going to watch any trailers. And this is a thing that I've done more as I've gotten older, where if like, there's a lot of hype for a game that's hmm. coming way down the line, I just kind of stop. I did sign up for, for the beta though, which I think if that's you pre-ordered the I'm game, yeah. yeah, if you pre-ordered the game, you, you, you will get into the, the early beta and I do want in it. Um, so I, I will do that. And I, I had some qualms cause I was just like, you know, there've been a lot of issues with, um, you know, Activision Blizzard on the whole, especially this past year. And my takeaway in the long run was I really disliked what they did with Immortal. Sure. 
but this is not immortal. This is a game I can just pay for up front and I don't have to have ads in. So I'm willing to consider it. Um, but, but I'm, uh, what's the right word for how I feel? I guess it's, I think they'll continue to try to cater to the person who's used to paying $60 for the Diablo game. They're going to pay for the next, they're going to play for the next 10 years, you know? And like, I'm like, okay, I am that person. Mm -hmm. And I, I think I'm willing to give up that money to enjoy that system, but I'm a little bit skeptical because they made so much money from immortal and they probably still are how that's going to affect the future of the Diablo main entries. That's a great, Um, it's a really great question. Yeah. Yeah. Like there'll be DLC. I'm, you know, of course, like no question, but yeah, I don't know. So anyway, that's kind of where my mind is with that right now. It's fascinating on a spreadsheet when, when free to play makes exponentially more money than a big budget $60 game that changes the business. It changes the industry radically. It's, it's really interesting. Yeah. 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 I mean, they've made literally millions of dollars, you know, and it's like, I don't remember where I read this. It was one of the times when I was researching an Activision Blizzard story for work, but it was something like, you know, they made more, they made the amount of money it took for them to make with Diablo three for, I don't know, like a year or something like that. They made with Immortal in a month. I mean, that's right there, right there is. Right. And it's still a business. It's a business. If it was my business, I would look at that and go, well, how do you refute that evidence? Do I think what they did was cool? No. But like, it's a business. So uh, here's here's just a theoretical look into the future, and we are, and it's kind of it's already happening. We see it happening. But like, when all video game publishers look at that spreadsheet and they realize that free to play free to play live service with a mobile component is the answer and the future and the money maker, then everyone goes all in on that to the point where now there's like. And there already is, but like then you have eight thousand free to play MMOs that nobody has time to play. So then, so you you have this massive expansion of that genre, and then it's like, well, they can't all be winners. So then the the, the rubber band snaps back, and it's like, well, no, we're going to make a single player sixty dollar game because that's what players want, and I, th- I that's what I think will. That that's the roller coaster that we are currently on, and what I think will be in the future of like we're 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 worried about this future where it's going to all be free to play, and I think it will snap back again uh, to you know th- there will be a business case to be made for uh, the other side of it, but we just have to go back and forth on this roller coaster ride. That 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 is my prediction. I don't know if you yeah no you're right you're right it's something we're going to have to continue to watch, and we'll you know we'll see where it goes. Um, I just hope that I don't completely lose games that I really enjoy. In well, the that's the thing, that right? In. That's what it is. But it's I like mean, the I franchises don't... you love will go the way of the free-to-play monster, and, yep. and that is that's disappointing. Unless you unless you want it, you know. I well, like the I mean, idea I think of a, oh, a, a free to a free-to-play Diablo MMO was very interesting to me until it until it wasn't right. You know that, that right? That's yeah. Yeah, absolutely. One one other teeny tiny um, footnote here. This was not really an announcement, but they showed additional gameplay. Uh, Have you seen Wild Hearts? Have you seen any footage of this? It's not really Uh... your type of game, but um, I'll briefly mention it. 
Wild Hearts to me sounds familiar. I forget. I forget who's making that. Anyway, um, I have this wish list. EA makes it. Oh, that's right. It is an EA. Yeah. Okay. Monster Hunter, but you're fighting the cursed demon animals from Princess Mononoke. Whoa. That's my pitch. It looks fucking beautiful and grotesque and epic. Monster Hunter has the most amazing, like large animal animations. Like it's they they it's so so good. But there's but Wild Hearts takes that and amps the the style crank in a direction that I find really appealing and gruesome and and beautiful. And so I'm excited to see if this game has the depth and complexity of Monster Hunter, but the coolness of like a photorealistic anime. It's I'm very hard. It's I'm having trouble describing it, but that again, when when the boar, when the boar gods from Princess Mononoke get fucked up, that's what you are fighting in Wild Hearts, and I think that is awesome, and I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at the the page right now and this looks really cool and I, I will say that i've tried to engage with monster hunter and i'm i've been kind of peeved that i haven't been able to but i wonder if i might be able to to click with this yeah we'll see if it has we'll see if the like if if they can solve the sort of accessibility on ramp of monster hunter of like it's not a 10,000 systems on minute one it's it's more like 40 system you know what i mean like i i don't know i don't know if, if it's a it's a difficult edge to walk because like the hardcore fan base for this game wants depth and complexity but if you go all if you go bonkers on that you're going to cut out the more casual players and so we'll we'll see uh, i would love to know what this game is and if it will it's, it says you can play like alone or with friends so mm-hmm. it would be really cool if i actually liked it like to actually be able to play something together yeah you can tag in and uh, see. So I, that that's that's one of the games that I've had my eye on, and I have not seen or read much about it. I was literally like, I'm sure like YouTube like suggested a video one time, and I'm like, what is this? And it's like, oh, it's an EA game that I've never even seen or heard of. Great. Um, they yeah. showed some new footage at the Game Awards. Um, I think that's we've covered most of it. Um, do we want to wrap up here? Do you have any games that you want to? Um, that you've been playing that you want to dive into? If so, we can take a break and then and come back. If not, we could uh, we could close it out. What do you think? Uh, I, 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 I think nothing, nothing to the point of where I'd be like, oh, yeah, I need to talk about this at length. You know, and I mean, we're still playing Stardew and, you know, we've talked about that before. Yeah. So technically, no. Let's take let's put another quick break in here and then we'll come back and and um, I have some Stardew details to share very briefly and and, and maybe we'll just okay. chat about that. We'll come back and wrap up the show uh, yeah. right after this. Hi, it's me, Jeremy Parrish, co-host of the Retronauts podcast, the only video game history podcast that's been around so long. It's also a part of video game history. Every week, one of the motley rabble who hosts this show leads a deep dive into the past, whether it's to break down a classic franchise, learn more about a timeless game from its creator, or just wallow in nostalgia. Relive history with Retronauts, here on the HyperX Podcast Network. Hey there, friends. It's Matt. I'm here to tell you that it's that time of year again, and uh, I don't care what you say. 
there's nothing I can do about time. Holiday shopping time. And if you want to get ahead of the curve, HyperX will be running big sales for the holiday season. That's up to 50% off 5-0 of the big product lines, including the ultra comfy Cloud 2 headset, the Alloy Origins mechanical keyboard, if you're into those fancy keyboards, and the fan favorite, the Quadcast USB microphone, if you're recording podcasts. Uh, that's up to 50% off on some gifts for the gaming enthusiast or the podcaster or the technology uh, enthusiast in your life. And maybe, maybe throw something in the cart for yourself. Any major retailer or e-tailer where you typically get your favorite gear will have these sales. And you can also head over to HyperX.com and sign up for the newsletter so you can be alerted for the biggest deals right away. Happy holidays from us, and thank you to HyperX for supporting the show. We have returned, and I am desperate to know how Stardew Valley is going with 67 mods installed. <laughs> um, it's it's fun. You know, I have to say, though, I kind of feel like we're I kind of almost feel like we're not we're not necessarily reaching deeply into that extra content. Interesting. And the reason why is because. My husband has found that he he's kind of min-maxing, I guess. So his thing is he spends the whole day fishing. Hmm. And like he makes so much money that I am ashamed of myself for how little money I survived on. Interesting. After seeing how Pro like tip. like he bought like I think he bought 20 crab pots. So yeah. every time he goes to like the beach, he has to unload all these crab pots and sell everything. But like our average like gold earning a day is like between like 10 and 15,000 gold. Amazing. So it's nuts. So, I mean, this is probably, you know, not news to anybody else, but it's like, whoa. So, you know, we were able to do things like, you know, um, start to put all the, uh, you know, the barn up, the coop up, all that kind of stuff. Um, and just, it's just fast, you know, it's, it's funny. Cause I, I've always, I've always relied on, you know, uh, crops for money. Sure. And now I'm like, damn, I've been doing it all wrong. Well, like, but you can, the crops but, are like an afterthought. Like we water them, but that's it. It's you like, can't do everything. Plus you have two players cranking. So he's exactly. And you're and an experienced player. You, you know, the trajectories to much. So like as a new player, you're like, well, I guess I guess I'll plant some more parsnips because that's all I can afford. And as an experienced right. player, you're like, unlock this, craft this, build this, boom, crab pots, let's go, here we go. Right. That's just yeah. knowledge, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You're you're right about that. You're you're right. That's a really good way of putting and, it. And maybe it accelerates that early game so that you can get to the sixty-seven mods and you can afford <laughs> to do stuff and unlock stuff and get stuff. I don't. You know what I mean? Like that's a. I don't. I don't think that's a bad way to play at all. I think that gets you where you want to go. To uh, yeah. Faster. I mean, I think you know. It, I think it's good to point out the idea that you know there's not necessarily a bad way to play, especially with a game like this. You know that it 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 really is something that you know you should play however the heck you want like just enjoy yourself in that way you know um so we we are enjoying ourselves and it has been fun um the only other thing i'll mention is that i have been trying to go through some demos which was the same 
situation that I mentioned last week when we were recording. Um, and unfortunately, I downloaded new demos, which means that I really haven't made that much progress. <laughs> what should I play today? How about downloading more things that I won't play? That's a fun game. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of the game. Um, so, so yeah, I haven't, I've kind of moved away from garden galaxy mostly because I'm like, you know what? I've really played the demo a lot. I'm just going to buy the full game when yeah. it comes out. Amen. Um, there was another game that I heard good things about that. I downloaded a demo for, um, that's called us Libra revision. It's a 2d action RPG that I just heard people like ranting about like mm. oh my god it's mm -hmm. so great and i tried it and i had a tough time with it because i did not have a controller handy and i was trying to use my keyboard yeah i think i need to try it again and like and like try it with you know the like a proper um controller because it seems like the kind of game that just needs a controller totally but so i can't really say too much because i feel like i was just kind of struggling but it is a very pretty game um a side-scrolling rpg kind of thing um, with like anime what, say art. the name of it again because I want I want to make sure uh, listeners are hearing Ast it. Ast Libra A S T R L I B R A. Yeah, never heard of it. But, uh, um, I'll, I'll I don't remember up. how I got introduced to it, but like if you go look at it in Steam, like it's like an overwhelmingly positive kind of you know reviewed game. Um, is it a is it is out also one point early uh, access or yeah no 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 it's out there is a public demo so that's what I had but Great. but yeah it's out it's like a twenty five dollar game. Um, but I think I read something about it somewhere and then I was like, wow, people are like going off about this game. <laughs> so that's why I downloaded it. So I'm going to give that another try. Um, I think that's it. I think that's all I've really done in the last week. No, that's, that's enough for anyone. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I share, want to share briefly that like, I, I finally, I'm, I'm not finally, but like I, my daughter is fully invested into Stardew now. Yay! She was always interested in, when she was young she watched me play it and was very engaged like she always has loved it but now she has started her own farm and and it's on the Love switch it. so she can really invest and i just I, you know everyone you and everyone who's listening knows this but like shout out to the to the mechanical way that co-op is handled in stardew valley because she can have her own farm and she can play and log in whenever she wants and do whatever she wants but if we are both sitting down and, and available at the same time together. She can just log, I can just log in and join her farm and help out as, as yeah, a, as so a farm fun. hand. It's so well implemented. The split screen is so great on um, switch. If you, if we were to like buy two copies, then we could play it separately on two switches. But like, we're just on the couch next to the Christmas tree playing Stardew Aww. together. And it is. I love that wonderful and and similarly like you know she's learning the curve and planting parsnips and harvest slowly harvesting and i'm like all right you do that and i'll go to the mines and just get a or bunch of crystals and slimes you could go fish and make a shit ton of money well, and see, impress your child i have to unlock <laughs> the crab pots now now you now you're you're, you're yes unlock the me. crab pots do what you can do to get like the nicest like fishing rod you can and go and like it'll blow your mind like, like it, it, it literally blew my mind i just like my husband's a genius he, he doesn't know it but he's he, a genius. he is and again to your point of like just go and do whatever you want to you do you totally and then she can do what she wants to, and it's just so nice it's so it nice there's something about stardew that's very comforting too i love really the fact is. that it is just so 
you know, it has a lazy, chill vibe that's so nice. Like, if I think you I go back to it, it over and over for that. If you yes. know that you can do whatever you're missing and whatever you don't get on this day or this season, just know you can come back to it later. And once you once you get to that mindset, it then it is chill yeah, and beautiful. I agree. I totally agree. I know some people do it differently and that's totally fine too. Cause it, you know, that's the beauty of a game like this, you know, like you said, you play it the way that, you know, works for you. You play it the way you want to play it. Um, so this conversation is making me want to, uh, go play it actually. And I can't cause I every time I'm, she's playing it <laughs> and every time I join her, I'm like, yeah, I, I want to be here. I want to, and it's just those little bits of progress. And to your point of like, you know, she'll, she's making a hundred gold here or there on parsnips. And then I'll bring back a bunch of crystals and geodes from the, yep. from the cave. Yep. And now we're cranking 400, 600 gold. And she's like, whoa, she wants. So again, it, like small goals or like meaningful goals. She wants a barn. She needs 6,000 gold to get a book, to get the barn. And so, um, she can grind that herself or she can tag me in to crank out mine levels and then we're getting closer and closer to the barn and being able to help her with that goal is just like so nice i you know breaking news this just in stardew valley is a good game <laughs> remains part- incredible after you all check it these out. years and as a side note really every time i play every time i kind of just remember how great um, you know, it is how many things about it are so just terrific. Um, I kind of think, find myself thinking, God, like if we got this much out of this game, what is haunted chocolatier going to be like? Because I can't even imagine, and I'm sure it'll be years because I know that concerned ape tends to make, try to make games like more or less him, you know, himself. Yeah. Um, I know he has some friends that help him, not friends, you know, coworkers, but like, I know he, the majority of it, he prefers it that way. And he's pretty low key, you know, he's not on Twitter, like blah, 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 blah. You know, like, (laughs) you know, last time he posted, I think was December. Um, but anyway, yeah. So it's like, okay, that's cool. You know, like we'll wait, I'll wait forever, but I, God, I'm so excited of what it could be like. Right. So Uh, God bless him. And, and let's hope that he has the support and you know, I, whatever it is, mental health, uh, support and friendships and, and whatever family support that he needs, because like, is there a single more anticipated game? Like, you know, it depends on what circles you're in or whatever. But I guess what I'm saying is like, as we've established, Stardew Valley is, is arguably a perfect ultimate. It is the perfect embodiment of a genre. It is the ultimate cozy farming simulator. So like, it's hard to imagine improving upon Stardew Valley. So to I know it's not a sequel, but to make another game in that vein, the expectation level, the pressure on this guy to deliver yeah. something. Yeah. And, and it's not even just financial pressure. It's it's almost like cuz he's a he like he, let's be honest, he's a millionaire. He doesn't have to make this game. But no. like as a creative person who always wants to deliver something good or better than the thing before, that just fucking shreds your mental health. You know this. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know. I don't know how it is for him, but I hope it's I hope it's okay because... We wish him the uh, best is what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, we wish him the best. I wish I could have him on the show, but he'd probably be like, no, I, I have to work on the game. 
Uh, he's, I, you know, he's he doesn't do many interviews. He's not he's not reclu- I don't want to say reclusive, but he's a, he seems like a private, chill. I'm doing what I do, kind of guy. He's not a like. Let me get at. Let me make videos. Let me uh, get out in front of the media. Um, so, and I just, I don't know. I respect it. I find that interesting. But I would, I would, I would love to talk with him one day. Oh, me in too. The, in, Absolutely. In life. I don't know. I also would. I also would. But I'd also like to meet a Junimo, and you know, that's probably not going to happen either. <laughs> oh my god, She's, my daughter's <laughs> going to flip when she uh, un, un, Dude, uncovers. Speaking that. of, did you know? I just saw this like yesterday, and I was like, oh my god, I need this. So I have never done cross stitching before, but it's one hmm. of like the creative things I've always been curious about. Nice. And Fan Gamer has a Stardew Valley cross stitch <gasps> kit where you can cross stitch characters from the games in game including the junimos and like the dog the cat that comes to the farm like you know when the cat falls asleep on its belly and it's like sleeping like that you can do that unbelievable yeah and i was like this is so perfect for like a beginner cross stitcher so i'm like desperate like i really want it and i'm like okay i need to buy myself this i think it's like 20 bucks but (laughs) if if it wasn't so close to christmas like we have all the kid great christmas gifts mostly squared away and like we'll you get it shipped in time whatever but like right there mental note for birthdays in the future because um yeah that's yeah perfect perfect yep Yep. um amazing we we should get out of here i I, i'm not going to talk about it at any length but i just want to put a pin in the idea that i i have begun my dwarf fortress journey and Oh, what an achievement this Steam graphical release is. It's so, this game is extraordinary. Um, I've only scratched the surface. I'm playing on the Steam Deck. There are some quibbles with the UI, especially on the Steam Deck, that I'm sort of waiting to see and waiting to for updates about. Um it, it, that make it a little uncomfortable to play on the like you can you really have to do some work to map the key bindings to make it work well um but i would say my experience with rimworld has made the on-ramping to dwarf fortress much much easier but once you get in there even as an experienced uh, sim player um you know you pull back the curtain you're like oh my god like this thing goes very deep so I'm yeah. sort of in a like, I love it and I'm very excited about it, but I'm also sort of like, sl- I'm, I'm staying, I'm keeping slow. I'm staying slow with it because I would really like them to make some changes to the interface that okay would make it a little more fluid and and comfortable to play because it's so granular that you you need to be like comfy when you play it. And I want to, I want to wait yeah. on that. So yeah, yeah. But but it's it's the only other thing I'll say is like there's no there's no animation literally there's no animation it's just sprites moving from cell to cell mm-hmm. but each sprite every workshop every dwarf every barrel every crossbow every little thing is so beautiful and cute and expressive even though it's so blocky and chunky and. And it's, I'm also just fascinated mechanically by like, it's hard to explain, but there's no, like, you know, a game has a frame rate, like the game runs at 30 frames or or 60 frames. And that's how, how many frames of movement there is in every second of the game. 
in a funny way there's no animation so like the frame rate of the game is actually the speed of the game so if you're running the game at fi- by default it's 50 frames per second but that's just how fast the game runs because it's just dwarves moving from one cell to the next so by changing the frame rate you are actually slowing down or speeding up the game it's so weird there's nothing Aww. like that i've never seen a like RimWorld runs flu- fluidly where the characters are moving like there are cells but the characters are animated and they're moving through the world this is it's just not like this so i'm just fascinated and looking at it as like this is an achievement and 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 in in a world where we're talking about free to play and who's going to pay for what and game pass what and and who makes money from games and what is the business model here's two brothers who have been working on a game that they have made for free for 20 <laughs> years and in one day the publisher they they were like well we had a sales goal for two like we were hoping to sell 160,000 copies in two in like two months maybe some word of mouth we do some marketing in a single day they blasted mm-hmm. past their sales goal because one the community around this game is like this is the one of the most extraordinary video games ever made. We've been playing it for free for 20 years. Here you go. Here's 20 bucks. Let's go. And then Crazy. also, I think Steam's algorithms are like, hey, you should, what about Dwarf Fortress? And people in the world are like, yeah, I think I've heard about this game. It's like a cool sim game. I don't know anything about it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It seems good. I'll just check it out. And so the combination of those two forces, like community goodwill and legendary status of this game combined with like steam suggesting it to people is like like this thing shot out of the gate and kudos kudos to uh the adams brothers for doing making good on this extraordinary thing so i i'll stop there Uh, i i i'm excited to share more as i go deeper but um i just think it's it's just in a world of who's making what money and what sh- and, and Diablo, what shitty Diablo immortals are happening. It's like, we can still have nice things. And uh, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's that- good and bad, just like all of life, good and bad. Yes. There's good and bad, but like that, like that there's room for, for good, for the good stuff to, to, to be successful, I guess is what I'm saying to be not only yeah. successful, but like wildly successful in the in the confines of of you know two indie developers so um that's it uh if you enjoy this program we we hope you'll join our community and and as you heard like whatever you were hyped about upcoming releases game awards announcements sequels uh expansion dlcs like uh we want to hear it all hop into our community talk to us on social media all the links are below email us final thoughts colette bennett just kind of want to play Stardew. It's cold, right. kind of rainy. I'm like, mm, don't really want to go to work, but I have to go to work. <laughs> play some Stardew Valley. It's a good game. That's all we can say. Yeah, Stardew. Whoa. Anyway, hope everyone has a great week. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>